In this and the next few podcasts, I will present some sample readings from my upcoming book, Our Mother Tongue, 108 Facts About Sanskrit. My name is Paramo Kurumathur. In this podcast, let us look at fact 1. Fact 1. Sanskrit is 6,000 years old or older. Bal Gangadhar Tilak in his book, The Orion, our researches into the antiquity of the Vedas, has shown, based on internal evidence using astronomical references of the Vedas, that the Rig Veda and some of the portions of the Yajurvedic Samhitas are at least 6,000 years old. The language of the Vedas, called Sanskrit, is highly refined and sophisticated. In fact, Samskritam, Sanskrit, means well-made, refined. So Sanskrit must have been evolving as a language for quite some time before that. The Rig Veda and later compositions, together called the Vedas, of the ancient ancestors of the Indians, have come down to us as pitch or tone-accented chants without any mistakes creeping in over the 6,000 years of their life. It is clearly the oldest unbroken oral tradition in existence in the world. In fact, UNESCO on November 7, 2003 has recognized the tradition of Vedic chanting as a masterpiece of the oral and intangible heritage of humanity. The technique our ancestors used to ensure this high level of fidelity while transmitting them orally from generation to generation over the centuries is to devise many different special methods of rendering each line and each verse of the Vedas. In addition to the normal continuous recitation of the verses of the Vedas, applying the rules of phonetic and euphonic combination of the words, the so-called Samhita, there was a traditional recitation with a pause applied after each word, the so-called Padapatha. and other traditions where the words were permuted combined and repeated in various ways the kramapatha the ghanapatha etc there were 11 such ways of rendering the verses and vedic scholars memorized every one of these this ensured that any error that crept into a recitation was automatically corrected with reference to the other types of recitations now why did the ancients devise such an elaborate system of oral transmission to ensure fidelity over the ages Why didn't they just write the Vedas down? Many of the current authorities think that the main reason was that the ancients considered the technique of preserving the fidelity of the Vedas using the patha techniques to be so pure that rendering and communicating them in any other fashion would make them lose their character. But I think that the main reason why our ancestors did not choose to write the Vedas down but chose to invent some elaborate recitation schemes to preserve the oral chants was that when the vedas were composed writing had not yet been invented if writing had been invented surely the vedic seers who had energy to create such complicated systems to maintain the fidelity of their creations would not have balked at another new and surer approach to preservation there were no elaborate techniques yet then to consider pure so they could have written them down without violating any pure traditions remember that the vedas are considered sacred handed down to our ancestors by divine authority so any method for preserving the purity would have been eagerly welcomed in the early stages of the vedas no writing was not invented when the vedas were composed and this again attests to their great antiquity definite proof of writing being available comes from around 5500 years ago from the euphrates tigris regions of course other civilizations including that of our ancestors may have also independently invented writing this writing method is supposed to have spread from the euphrates tigris regions to the other regions like the indus saraswati regions this spreading would have happened over many generations the indus saraswati civilization 
the so-called Indus Valley Civilization, clearly had some form of writing. So we can safely guess the writing must have reached this area around 5000 to 5200 years ago. Of course, I am discounting the so-called Aryan Invasion Theory, which postulates that the ancient Aryans came from some faraway place, conquered and displaced the indigenous population to establish their sway over the indus Sarasudhi region. I am assuming that our ancestors were already in the valley by then, either having been born there or having migrated there from nearby places. Now, the ancient seers of India were constrained to devise complicated systems for preserving the fidelity of the Vedas precisely because writing was not available to them. So, the Rig Veda and portions of the other Vedas were composed and in use before writing was widely available. This again pushes the compilation of the Rig Veda to around 6000 years ago. Western Sanskritists have arbitrarily set the date of the composition of the Rig Veda at around 1500 BCE or 3500 years ago. This date was, I think, set by people like Max Muller trying to reconcile the Vedic dates with the time periods deduced from the Bible for the creation of the world, based on Semitic and Sumerian mythologies for the creation of the world. There was also a need to reconcile the dates of the development of Indian thinking and literature with the development of thinking and literature in the Semitic and Sumerian world. Max Miller divides the Vedic literature into four periods. Chandas, which is the golden age of poetry of the ancient rishis. Mantra, the age of rituals or the age of priests rather than poets. Brahmana, the age of pedantry and exegesis, and Sutra, the practical age, the age of grammar, etymology, phonetics, astronomy, etc. He assumes that these four periods are sequential, arbitrarily assigns 200 years to each period, decides on a date of around 400 BCE for the Sutras, and so gets a date of around 1200 BCE for the composition of the early Vedic literature. Interestingly, other Western scholars have assigned 500 years to each period, and arrived at 2400 BCE using the same base. If we assign 900 years, which is as believable as 200 or 500 to each period, we will reach our 4000 BCE. One argument in favor of these large gaps is the fact that we can clearly see the writers of the Brahmanas struggling with the import and meanings of the Vedas and indulging in wild speculations. This means that when the Brahmanas were composed, the meanings of the Vedas had already become obscure owing to the long gap between their creations. A couple of hundred years is too short for this level of hastiness to have set in. Also, the absence of any reference to the catastrophic flood that gave rise to the flood myths of other civilizations attests to the antiquity of the Vedas. The Vedas have to be pre-flood, but sure enough, the flood myths are mentioned in the Brahmanas. Any attempts to use astronomical references in the Vedas to date them were dismissed by most Western Sanskritists because they felt that the early Aryans were too primitive to have had any astronomical accuracy. Telex says that this means that we must refuse to draw legitimate inferences from plain facts when such inferences conflict with our preconceived notions about the primitive Aryan civilization. Telex also asks, I cannot also understand why scholars should hesitate to assign the Vedic works the same period of antiquity which they allow the Chinese and the Egyptians. I think the answer is clear. India was a colony of the Europeans. Now one argument against the early 6000 years ago dates for the composition of the Vedas is the close connection between the language of the Vedas and the language of the oldest parts of the Avesta, which is claimed by these Sanskritists to be only around 3000 years old. How could the Vedas that were composed 6000 years ago and the Avesta composed 3000 years ago 
have a very similar language. It had to mean that the language of Persia had to remain unchanged for 3000 years. I see an objection to this argument. For one, Sanskrit has a track record of staying surprisingly stable till the Prakrit revolutions of the late 1st millennium BCE. Even then, what was Sanskrit remained fairly stable, becoming what is called classical Sanskrit. As we saw before, our ancestors took extreme care to preserve their Vedic compositions. I think this sort of exercise also preserved the language, especially the language of the elite. There may have been earlier Prakrit-like deviations in the local languages, but the basic Sanskrit in which the Vedas were composed remained the same. That is, even if the vernaculars in Persia had deviated away, the liturgical language remained unchanged and this is what our Persian cousins use to compose what were their Vedic equivalents. Of course, an easier explanation which Tilak proposes is that the Avesta is also much older than is supposed by the historians. Coming back to India, when writing later became generally available, the seers of these generations may have vigorously opposed the rendering of the Vedas into writing for the same reasons that some authorities have proposed to explain why the Vedas were not written down. This opposition is natural to any generation. Look at how staunchly people opposed computer-based automation when computerization was starting. Entrenched people opposed mechanized industry during the industrial revolution. Any newfangled idea is always met with opposition. At the heart of this opposition is a worry about the spread of knowledge to the world in general. Worry that knowledge that was once available only to a particular set of people exclusively would now be available to the hoi polloi. Of course, the ostensible reason given for the opposition was that the Vedas would lose their sanctity if they were committed to writing. And at this stage, the question of preserving the fidelity of the Vedas by writing did not arise because the fidelity was already ensured by other elaborate systems as we saw before. In the early days, during the composition of the Vedas, our ancestors did not have a sure way of ensuring the fidelity and they were experimenting with many different ways. In that situation, they would not have hesitated to use writing if it had been available as an additional method. Also, in the small societies where the Vedas were composed, the kind of exclusivism that later crept in may not have existed. I am trying to explain why writing would have been welcome earlier but not later. In the next fact, I will try to conjecture that the Vedic Aryans and the people of the Indus Valley were one and the same. This can add indirect credence to the fact that the Vedas were composed before the building of the Indus Valley or Indus Saraswati civilizations, edifices and cities. That is before writing reached the Indus Valley. This will also establish that there is a continuous tradition of Sanskrit from 6000 years ago through the Indus Saraswati people. Of course, even if they were not the same people, nothing prevents us from assuming that the Aryans carrying the Vedas with them lived side by side, sometimes as enemies, sometimes as friends with the Indus Saraswati people. Therefore, continuity cannot be in question. So, 6000 years ago is a good round figure for the antiquity of the Vedas. If so, then the Sanskrit language is at least 6000 years old. In fact, it should be older because the full structure of the language had developed and was in use 6000 years ago. And one thing is clear, our Vedic ancestors certainly lived in the Indus Saraswati area. For the Vedas, especially the Rig Veda, talk extensively about the geography and the environmental features of that area.